Bonjour, I am Esther, your host, and this is Wildlife Conservation Insights, the podcast dedicated to the connections between wildlife and human beings. You want to know more about wildlife, about what's going on, why some species are getting endangered, what are the challenges the world is facing. You want to meet people that dedicate their life to save animal species. You want to be proactive and also participate in species conservation. This podcast is for you. Welcome to Wildlife Conservation Insights. This is episode 7. Today my guest is an artist. I am very, very happy about it and I hope there will be more episodes to come chatting with artists. I'm very deeply convinced that science and art have a lot in common. As a former ballet dancer, like 25 years ago, well, I know that's a long time ago, I then pursued a scientific career, becoming a chemical engineer and then a zoo aquatic veterinarian. People that are sensitive to art are also sensitive to animal health and animal welfare. Maybe because it triggers the same emotions or maybe the same area in the brain. Well, I will have to invite a human neurologist later to talk about that, maybe. So my guest today is Geraldine Simons. She is a member of Artists for Conservation and works from her home studio located on Sydney's northern beaches in Australia. I was looking for a painter, drawer to invite when I found her amazing work online and decided to contact her. During her travels in 2005 with the friends of the National Parks Foundation in the deep jungles of Borneo, she was captivated by orangutan and Indonesia, Indonesian wildlife. This was the catalyst for her mission to raise funds and awareness for endangered wildlife. Geraldine has exhibited both nationally and internationally, accepting many invitations to donate her works to significant animal conservation groups and campaigns. You can know more about Jerry's work on artistsforconservation.org and also geraldineswildlifeart.com. Without further ado, it is my great pleasure to welcome my guest, Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Hi, how are you doing this morning? Hi, Estelle. I'm so well. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, thank you so, so much for agreeing to being my guest today. It's such an honor for me. I am really, really, really happy to have you. <laughs> oh, and me too, to be invited. It's a real honor. Thank you so much. You currently live in Australia. You're, I'm correct? That's correct. It's on Sydney's northern beaches. Okay. Yes. And how how is the weather today? Oh, weather is very nice. It's really good. It was raining a bit before, but um, that's all gone away and the sun's come out again. And uh, we're just coming towards uh, the end of winter. The end of August is very cold in Sydney. And then when September arrives, it suddenly gets quite warm. So that's oh, what I'm looking wow. forward to. Yep. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. 
Uh, mm. It's so funny, you know, because um, I am in France right now, so um, almost opposite part of the world. And it's actually almost the end of summertime for me. So you see, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going into summer and I will be going into winter time. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, we are here today because I actually discover your paintings and I really fall um, in love uh, with them and I really I really love the work you're doing and I I really would like um, if you agree you to share a little bit about what you're doing. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paintings? Yeah, sure, still. Um, it's been a really, really long journey. I've loved drawing ever since a young age, like uh, most artists. And um, I've sort of had some curveballs thrown at me at life, like most people do. I've had big gaps away from my art, um, mm -hmm. but then I've gone back to it again. But it all really started years ago. I started uh, illustrating a children's book on Australian wildlife around Australian wildlife characters. And, mm. um, yeah, the book didn't actually get published, but I think it was the, the start of really establishing how much I love art and how much I love animals. So I kind of veered away from the illustration side of things and then got more into creating more realistic representations of the animals. So it started out with Australian wildlife, and then I started to delve into uh, other species of animals. I just wanted to keep discovering more about other animals and wanting to draw them. But I really think um, the big turning point, or the big, not turning point, but the big opportunity for me, yeah, your stepping stone uh, was um, where where and when I got accepted into Artists for Conservation, and sort of that's when I became more involved in being interested in uh, wildlife conservation. Mm -hmm. That sounds um, wonderful. Oh yes, it's a fantastic organisation. It's the or the world's leading group of artists dedicated to supporting the environment, and mm -hmm. um, it was um, founded back in 1997 by uh, Jeffrey Whiting. It's um, based in Canada and um, it has a nearly a 500 membership of signature artists. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's just a fantastic community of like-minded people and we're all doing our bit to raise more awareness about uh, wildlife conservation through our art. And uh, the other great thing is that um, artists for conservation um, have many members who are scientists as well which is fabulous yes i love it i think that's uh, that's really that's so important uh, we were just talking about that a little bit earlier but um mm. yeah as we were discussing it's it's so important to be able to combine science and art and Absolutely. i think that yeah, and I think that uh, these are two big fields that actually really need to work together more closely. Because on one part, you're going to help people understand things rationally and giving them, providing them fact and explanation, so basically education. And on the other part, 
that's where you're going to be able to touch people right in their hearts and to make a big difference because I strongly feel, this is my personal view, but I I strongly feel that if you're able to touch people in their heart, they're going to remember and to do things way more meaningfully. I don't know what you think about that. Oh, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree still. This is where art helps because although, I mean, science talks about the facts and the figures and is a fantastic platform for education, art is all about inspiring people. I mean, science does as well, but I think, like you said before, it touches people's hearts with emotion and um all artists, all of us, we all want people to connect with our art. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I think the more connected people feel, then they're more inclined to take inspired action on things. Yes, definitely. And uh, so how long have you been working for Artists of Conservation? Um, yes, I was um, accepted as um, a member back in 2004. So um, I've been there a while and um, every year they have an Artists for Conservation Conservation annual exhibit and uh, that's also in collaboration with their their festival and this is held in Canada and um, it's just a, a, a huge event for raising more awareness, inviting, you know, people to see art demonstrations they have films and it's just absolutely fantastic um, so that's on every year and um, they have both a live exhibition and also a virtual exhibition for artists like myself because I live in Australia yes. um, shipping costs can be prohibitive mm-hmm. so I have a virtual exhibition that gives you know other artists an opportunity to to be involved which yeah. is really fantastic yeah, um, that's wonderful. yes how many paintings or pieces of art do you have to present? Is it like free? Like, is it up to you or oh, do you yeah. have guidelines? Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so um, you actually have artists have a website, and so anyone can sort of look up an artist on the Artists for Conservation website, and they can just go through the menu and choose an artist that they're interested in finding out more information about, mm-hmm. but the whole purpose of having a website with Artists for Conservation, and this is one of their conditions, is that an artist donates a percentage of the sale of their work to a conservation organisation of their choice, mm-hmm. which I okay. think is really great. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's wonderful. So you can really mm-hmm. pick up... Um, that's that's really great. I, I really mm-hmm. love this... Uh, this concept that's awesome yeah yeah so if people um just uh, log on to artistsforconservation.org they'll see okay. like all the other programs that they have and can i share with you one thing that i was invited to join in yes uh, the, absolutely yeah 2018 artists for conservation artists were invited to partake in the silent skies art mural and uh, this was like a massive installation of the 678 endangered species of birds from around the oh, world. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yes. we could choose a bird and um, 
So it was made up of eight by inch square artworks and then just all attached to this huge oh. installation. Oh, goodness. Uh, so it was going around uh, not only the United States but also touring other countries as well. And I, I just think that's what a great way to raise uh, awareness of um, all the endangered species of birds. Oh, yes, I, I love it. I can, yeah. I can, like, I can barely imagine what it, it looks like. Uh, oh, it, it would have been like, yeah, I think it, it was wonderful. I, yeah. wow. Yes. <laughs> just absolutely awesome. Just seeing this like splash of color. And then if you just walk up closer, then you'd see each individual artwork. Mm-hmm. Mm. <gasps> wow. Yeah, yeah so, and also, yeah. can you imagine the technology behind that? To I know. Don't ask me about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's always the thing, you know, I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, how did they do it? Actually, that's I amazing. I know. It's just incredible, really incredible. But that's just one of the many things that they do. Yeah. So you're yeah. part of this, all these big uh, projects that basically that uh, that you have the opportunity to 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 be involved in too. That's well, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel so honoured to have been a part of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I am very curious. Can you share with us basically how you work? Like how you decide? Uh, I don't know. Maybe each morning to either continue a painting or work on on a new piece of art how do you get well yeah how, how it works yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's a great question um oh look i think the main thing for me is i'm very lucky where i live being sort of quite close to nature i live about 10 kilometers away from our national park which is fantastic also a passionate bike rider as well not so talented at it <laughs> but I absolutely <laughs> love it so my way of connecting with nature is actually riding my bike and then when I get into the national park I just take a few moments to really soak it all in and yes. and connect which I think is really wonderful but that's a great way of starting my day if I can I, I take my own photos as much as I can but as you can understand I guess I'm sort of going off course a little bit here but there's not as many birds and animals around as what they used to be because of yeah. urbanization mm -hmm. so you have, so, to, be, you have to go deeper and deeper into the park to be able to see them yeah, exactly and so that's why i don't get as many photos as what, what i'd like but um yeah so i usually uh, i'll go on to um like a wildlife reference photo websites and uh, just look through through some of their photos. So I use a combination of royalty-free photos and my own photos. Mm -hmm. But I won't just sort of sit down and copy the photo. It doesn't work like that. It's for me. It's a. It's got to be a very creative process. process. Yes. yes. I will. It's and it takes a long time. It really, really does. From the the planning to the actual drawing. So whether it's my photo or someone else's, I'll study the photo for sometimes, you know, hours, just working out how am I going to compose this? Because for me, it's it's about creating a focal point for people so that they're more engaged 
with the artwork and because I focus on wildlife portraits, yes. for me the main focal point is is the eyes. And so what I'm trying to do is to show that these animals are sentient beings, you know, that they have feelings, that, that they belong to families just as we do. So that's what I really focus on the most in, in my drawings and that's what I, I want to get across to people. Mm, that's um, really, really hard to do, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it takes it takes a lot of time, but that's my way of honouring the animal, of taking that time and all that care. To me, it feels like I'm respecting them at the deepest level of my being, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. That's beautiful. Thank that's, you. Yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, and as I said, you know, I um I have seen your paintings and I really, really love them. As you said, the feeling I can describe is that it's really realistic, uh, but also it it really totally engages you when mm. you see the yeah when you see these these animals, you can definitely feel closer to them. I would say. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it and it shows people that what we have in common and and how connected we are. And I think that's my goal as an artist is to is to inspire people to reconnect. Um, because I think in in our modern way of life, um, we just have so many distractions, and we've become so disconnected from animals. And so mm. I want to try and that connection and when people feel connected to something then they're more inclined to to want to to save it and protect it yeah that's definitely um the way i think as well what is also really important to realize well as you said really well is that not only humans are really close to the animal but we all live in the same environment and so Protecting them also means protecting the environment that we all share. Exactly, because they are such a, an important or critical part mm-hmm. of an ecosystem and we rely on those ecosystems for our survival. And I think this is what, you know, science can, can get across, can't it? You know, the art and science together, we can get that message across of just how important it is to be connected and to understand the interconnection of animals and their habitats. Yeah, definitely. So you already answered a little bit uh, to the next question, but um, maybe you can give us a little bit more details about that. So how, how do you feel your action participate in species conservation? Yeah, like I, I mentioned before through um, Artists for Conservation, but I think the real catalyst for me was when I travelled over to Indonesia, um, I was invited to visit a non-profit organisation called Friends of the Parks, Friends of the National Parks Foundation. Mm-hmm. And um, this organisation focuses on re- rebuilding orangutan habitat that's been lost through uh, palm oil plantations. 
Yes. And they also educate local communities and get them involved in conservation and try and uh, teach the farmers how to farm more sustainably. And they also have ecotourism. So I went I went over there back in 2005. And I was in, back then they were focusing on the rehabilitation of orangutans, but they don't do that now. But luckily then I had the opportunity to actually visit the rehabilitation centre mm -hmm. and I saw a little baby orangutan in one of the enclosures. And when my eyes met hers, my heart just melted and I thought, that is it. I have just got to something to save these beautiful animals. They they need my help. I thought, oh, I've just got to do something. And so yeah, that was a big wake up for me that I've mm -hmm. just got to do more. And I mean, that's why I, I focus a lot on drawing orangutans. They're sort of one of my main subjects yeah. just through that experience. I, it just felt so close and just so amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah. are they your inspiration? How do you get your inspiration? Through experiences like that and just my passion for, for wanting to make a difference is enough inspiration for me. It gets me fired up to do as much drawing as I possibly can. Yeah. You know, am I, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it does. But I, I, am, I am assuming that also sometimes some days it could be harder than others to just oh. sit and, and start painting. It's like, yeah. you know, me yeah. sometimes, some days it's harder to go to work, mm -hmm. even if I love what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, we are so on the same page still. <laughs> um, because um, I'm an empath, I'm very sensitive and I, I just, sometimes I feel overwhelmed by just all the, the negativity, I can't help it, and and all the, the horror stories that you hear, mm -hmm. you know, about the loss of wildlife and their biodiversity, it just, it gets to me, and sometimes I can't draw for days or even weeks. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it gets to me that much, it hurts me that much. Yeah. But then I think get to myself, your inspiration. Yeah, yeah. that's right, but then if, if I'm not drawing, say, how am I serving the world by not drawing? And that kind of, well, okay, yeah, that's it. I've got to get back to it again. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I could listen to you like for hours. Honestly, it's really, it's amazing what you're doing. Um, but unfortunately, we're going to be close to the end of this podcast of this episode and um, I wanted to know if you had um, a message that you would like to deliver to the next generation of young people. Oh look yeah there's there's so much but I think the main thing is connection. I mean that's the animals they show us that that's instinctive to them and I really think as humans we really need to connect more and we need to respect each other and we need to be more present. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the animals do. That's what I witnessed when I was in Indonesia, when I when I saw the orangutans. And I think that's what we really need to cherish. 
and we need to share more. It's it, We've got to move away from the mentality of me and mine and move more towards us and ours. And yes. I think, yeah, we'll have a much better world for, for doing that. Yeah, wow. That's a beautiful message. I really love it. Thank oh, you. Thanks, still. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot, Jerry. Thanks for, for your time. Um, and also for sharing with us uh, your experience and also your expertise in paintings. And uh, that's amazing. I really love it. And yes, thank you very, very much. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Estelle. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Bye-bye, Jerry. Bye, Estelle. Thanks for listening to Wildlife Conservation Insights podcast. You can find more about myself and the show, including our guests, on estelvet.com. If you like it, share it. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I will select a question or a review from you and will present it to the next podcast. Go to estelvet.com for further information and articles to go deeper into each episode. Bye-bye.